This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season three. It's episode two. Bruce Miles talks the franchise, the Chicago Cubs. Don't forget to listen, download, review. Most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter. Instagram, fly the W on Facebook, or email us at fly the W670 at gmail.com. All right, Crowley, we've uh, made it to the uh, first uh, Thursday of the new year, and uh, things still aren't happening much over at Clark and Addison, as, at least as far as we know. Right. Hopefully they're working on something. And, and the funny thing is, is when this podcast is released on Friday, we are going to officially be one week away from Cubs convention. So, you know, obviously cred council was the big news, but Dustin, that happened way back in the beginning of November. Uh, you, you'd like to see some shiny new toys. Uh, hopefully they'll have something, but, but we'll see, but hard to believe, you know, CubsCon is really that first step into that 2024 season. Absolutely right. Now, the one thing we did talk about on the last podcast that the, the Cubs officially announced the coaching staff and one of the uh, great news items was that uh, Tommy Hadovy, a regular with the Mully and Haw show, a friend of the podcast as well, is back. And he was able to join Mully and Haw on Wednesday to talk about the process of going through the job and what, uh, what it was like, because it was a uh, tumultuous time, to say the least. Yeah, it was really an interesting listen. And and I, every time Tommy comes on, on the Mully and Haw, it's, it's an interesting listen, but especially with all the changes, you know, I, I mean, we've all been there, Dustin, where all of a sudden there's a new boss and you kind of don't know you're standing around things. And it's, it, it definitely is uncomfortable. And, and he kind of goes through that in, in the first clip that we got, Tommy talks about all the changes in the Cubs organization. It just wasn't Craig council. And uh, this is what he had to say so far. Well, it's, it's been an, it's been an adventure for sure. I think, you know, there's so many, emotions that, that happen throughout the course of, of an off season in general, just when, when you have things staying normal. But when you, when you make changes at, at manager 
And and you know, with me and and Rossi, we've been together for a long time. I was with him in my old role when he was a player, and you went a you went a World Series together, and you're part of something there, and then you're part of a staff together, you know, on on the coaching side, and and you get to know guys, you get to know them, their families, and just kind of what makes them tick, and 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 then you know, and then things change, and you don't know kind of the direction of where the organization is going to go in terms of, you know, staffing and who the new manager is going to be and what their values are going to be and what they're going to do. So there's a, there's a lot of uncertainty that, that goes into that. And then, you know, you add the fact that we lose Brez, um, a very, very talented, talented guy who, who helped our organization pull forward in a lot of different areas that we wanted to improve on. And he was, he was the head of that. And, you know, now he's gone. So, so you kind of are left filling the gaps. And, and the one thing I would say, and this is just what makes this organization so special to me, was there was no sense of panic at any point. There was also no sense of like, well, I don't know, you know, what my status is going to be, so I'm just going to wait. Guys just started working, and they kept plugging along. And they're like, okay, well, he's gone. I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to step up and take take this responsibility. Guys up and down the organization on the pitching side, just continue to, to, to shine and continue to show how, how good they can be as coordinators and as coaches and stuff. And so organizationally, I don't felt like we missed anything, you know, uh, on, on the pitching side, especially this off season and, and communication has been great with those guys, but it's been, I mean, it was a roller coaster of an off season from a staffing perspective. And then you add in the fact of, we all we also have to build the team, you know, during this process uh, as well, and, and that's been a you know, there's been a ton of conversations on that front. You know, when you think about it, and what what time he's talking about there is that probably the two guys that he most directly interacted with on a you know, it comes down to David Ross being being the skipper and 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 Craig Breslow who was in charge of the pitching infrastructure. So there's a hierarchy. And so, you know, Tommy would have a lot of conversations with Craig Breslow and, you know, in, in, in a matter of a couple of weeks, both of those guys are gone and that's got to be really jarring. No, oh, really, really jarring, really tough period. No doubt about it. You don't know what's up next. You don't know if you're coming, you don't know if you're going, you don't know what the leadership is exactly for a little bit. So yeah, trying time for everybody involved. No doubt about that. The thing I do like hearing about that, though, is that, you know, I, I, when, when Tommy kind of talked about all the guys not just sitting around waiting to see where their place was, it was business as usual, put your head down and work. And however it plays out, it plays out. And I think that that talks a lot to the character, not just of Tommy, but a lot of the guys um, that are on that staff. Uh, obviously Dustin Kelly's the hitting coach, even John Maley. I mean, he basically was announced that he was going to be there and now you got a new, you know, you don't know, you don't know how that's going to work. Those guys all just sat there, just kept working, kind of doing what they were supposed to do. And I, like I said, speaks a lot of the characters of the guys on this staff. No doubt about it. That it's really good to know that they had to put their best foot forward while things weren't crystal clear. But uh, I'm sure when they left, right, when they left, at the end of the year on those exit meetings, there was kind of a plan already set in place for them. Yeah, definitely. There's always a plan, but when all of a sudden the, the plan kind of gets turned on its head, like it did. No say, okay. doubt. No <laughs> doubt. No, listen, okay. listen, no, no <laughs> doubt. I, I'm listen, no doubt about it. Everybody, everybody's got questions. I don't think anybody, right. Nobody, nobody saw that coming. Nope. Nobody saw that coming. We didn't see that coming. 
No way. Now, no. And, and so, you know, Tommy was asked about what he's learned so far about new manager Craig Council, and this is what he had to say about his new skipper. He's known and he's getting paid and he's in that role for a reason because he's, he is so um, good at what he does. Um, from afar, you see him and you're like, you feel like he's on top of everything right? He's not missing anything. Um, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know him kind of going into this process. We met, you know, just briefly, but you're across the way. You're like, man, they're not going to, you're not going to sneak anything by him. I felt like, you know, when you're, when you're in the opposing dugout now getting to know him and getting to spend some time with him and get to know what kind of makes him tick. He is on top of everything. He is 100% going to be thought, you know, thoughtful about what he does. The, even when, when people ask him questions, it's a very thoughtful answer. He, he, you can tell that he's thought about it before. There's not going to be many times you're going to ask him something that he's not going to have an answer or have already thought about in, in his own mind. And, and I think for a guy who played as long as he did and has now managed for as long and done as well as he has, there isn't a whole lot of things that, that, um, that can get by him. And he talks about some of the managers that he was around that have kind of gotten him and inspired him to get to where he is. He's talked about managing against Joe Madden and things he learned against Joe and, um, and, and things like that. And I think that's, what's really cool is he's not afraid to talk about like what he's still trying to learn and what he, what he wants to do, but he's, he's, he's very um, concise and the things that he knows are going to make our team the best. And, and those are the type of things that we want to continue to, to grow on. It's, you come to a new organization, you see all these different things in a different lens. And so it's going to be really good for us to be able to cut out the things that probably helped us in the past, but maybe not obsolete anymore, but maybe there's a better, more efficient way to look at them. And I know, I know council is going to be on top of that. Yeah, that, that was some high praise from, from Tommy, and and I agree with him. You know, anytime you got a new, fresh set of eyes, that's going to look good. Uh, you know, we talked to Tim Dillard, you know, former pitcher of the Brewers, and, and he had just great things to say about Craig Council and how he helped him individually. Um, there was that story out this year about how the Brewers were picking up the signs from the Cubs, stealing the signs. I mean, I just feel like Craig is just a very – detail oriented guy and 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 everybody that knows him those are the type of things that I keep hearing so I'm excited to see what kind of changes he can make to the Cubs organization and, and it, like Tommy said what are some things that you can streamline make more efficient do better you know yeah absolutely and uh new set of eyes never never hurts it's never it's never a bad thing and as we talked about in the last episode Crowley there's a whole set of new eyes right on the pitching front with uh Breslow uh, exiting town yeah, the, and new farm director, all sorts of different things that are going on. So it'll be good. Now, uh, Tommy was asked if he ever planned on leaving the Cubs this offseason. Obviously, again, Tommy talked that, hey, you know, he worked, you know, he was with the team when David Ross was a player later on as a coach. Maybe he doesn't know where his spot is on this, what Craig Council wants to do. And so he, he this is what he had to say in response to that question. Like for me making my case to stay, I definitely, you know, had to kind of re-interview for the job, you know, with, with the new manager and, and obviously the changing in, in the front office with, with Brez leaving and the restructuring of some things that we've kind of announced now. And, and I 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I, I obviously loved my time being around Joe Madden. I learned a ton, you know, just about the game and how to treat people and and how to do things we felt like the right way. And, and then being around Rossi in a completely different, you know, atmosphere that he created, you know, in, in his time here and just the type of person he is, the motivator, the the gravitas that he carries. And and I I was kind of reflecting back on that time and I was like the the whole the whole time it's you get invested in people and and when you talk about the year that Justin Steele had and and Albert Azalai and being around Kyle Hendricks for as long as I've been around him and those relationships you just keep getting tugged back and and then people I, I I know broken record i'm talking you know to people that understand but but there's not a lot of places like the cubs and not a lot of places like chicago and getting to go you know walk out to the bleachers every day to work and and interact with the fans and and be part of an organization that has so much history and so much culture it's just it's hard it's hard to to not want to be here, you know, long term, you know, obviously there's going to be other opportunities and other things. I'm not going to be here forever, you know, as much as I would love to. But for right now, you know, and and what we're doing and and how things are changing, you know, this is where I wanted to be. And 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 you know, the second part of that was just making sure that I was going to be able to connect well with Council and his vision and be able to provide for him what he needs out of a pitching coach to to be the best version of himself and and do what's best for our organization. So. You know, it's definitely an eventful offseason from that standpoint, but it's also been important for me to be part of the transition and be part of bringing in new people and helping them kind of get, get their footing in, in the organization and continue to help our players grow in their careers. Yeah, having, having to re-interview for the job, that's always a little bit nerve-wracking. And, you, you know, you think about the guys that he has worked under, whether it is Joe Madden and – David Ross, just two completely different kind of managers, uh, not saying one way is you know better than the other, but you kind of learn from that. And I think, you know, he talked a little bit about the continuity as far as, you know, okay, uh, when you talk about Craig Council, he may know something about some of the guys, but he doesn't know how they tick and it's going to be good. And, and there's a new bench coach in from, you know, that, that, that the Cubs got, who's not familiar with everybody. So it's, it's nice to have people that do know the guys and that the guys are comfortable with. And, and, you know, there's a lot of reasons that you want to keep Tommy Hadavi and, and he, you know, I'm glad that they did. Yeah. I'm glad they did too, obviously for multiple reasons. I think continuity, as you mentioned, Crowley is a big factor. The other part is if you did really do a complete flush, I mean, if you had gotten rid of everybody and just like, okay, David Ross and his entire staff are exiting stage left, right? All of a sudden, that might set the clock back, right? Mm-hmm. Because you then all of a sudden, Craig Council and all his new people have to meet all these new guys. Because just because you managed against the Cubs for so many years doesn't mean you know the guys like you know your own team. So I think this will be um, 
very good. Now, what we have to keep in mind, we have to worry about it's 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 human nature is we have to make sure that everybody respects each other's opinions on this, right? That that they understand like, hey, you got to trust there's got to be a trust factor. And I guess that's part of why Tommy mentioned that he had a re-interview for the job, if you will, because they have to make sure that they can get along. It's a big deal. They spend a lot of time together. Right. And he talked about their visions aligning and everything. And, you know, just knowing what I know, it's Chicago is a special place to work. It was Eric Karros who once said that everybody should play for the Cubs at least one season. And that kind of goes into the managers too. It's just a unique situation where you got day games. If you got a family, you can be home by dinner time and have like a somewhat normal life. Uh, when I sit there and I see Tommy, uh, you know, my season tickets are where they are, but you know, every now and then I'll pop into the bleachers and you got the bleacher bums that are out there. A lot of these guys are going to 50, 60, maybe even 70 games and they know Tommy and they throw, you know, Tommy will throw him a ball, whether you're talking about my tie guy or bleacher, Jeff or Danny rocket or, or Lauren wisdom or Lisa. There's just a whole list of people that are out there constantly and a good relationship between a lot of, you know, because all those guys are in the left field uh, bullpen, which is underneath the left field bleachers. They're talking to them every day. It's just, a, it's a completely, you, you can't find that with pretty much any other team in baseball. Right. Now, right. It's like he said, you know, <laughs> it's a very unique place to, uh, to play. It's a new unique place to work and it's a unique place to uh, watch baseball. That's why we all love it so much. Now, Dustin, we have been waiting for the Cubs to make uh, an offseason move. And uh, Tommy was asked a little bit about what, you know, the responsibility he has when it comes to free agency. And this is how he replied. My main um, responsibility or, or role in some of this procurement, you know, of free agents is a lot of break breakdown of of the player. Obviously, what I think they do well, how we feel like we might be able to help them a little bit, how we may um, – how we may be able to just continue to help them grow their careers, but also like to show them all of the resources, the tech, the the processes, the things that we have in place to make sure that they're going to be, like I said, the best version of themselves. We send out, you know, we do a lot of breakdowns. We send out video, free agent videos to the guys. Um, and then, you know, we will hop on like, Zoom's calls or Teams calls. We'll hop on, you know, meetings if we have to go do meetings with with the big, you know, the big free agents. But then the rest of that's pretty much out of my hands. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm more of like the behind, showing behind the scenes. You know, talk about the things we want to continue to grow on. Um, you know, obviously the contract negotiations that's way over my head. So um, <laughs> I'm I'm much more of the, you know, here's here's what we have, here's the type of stuff we do, here's why we think you would fit here really well, that kind of thing, and, and try to sell them more on, on the Cubs and, and what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, when you talk about what, you know, Tommy, he, he mentioned two kind of different things there. Number one is that they are obviously going to take his opinion on different free agents. So if it's a Blake Snell or if it's a Yamamoto, whatever, Tommy's going to go in and break down that film and see what those guys do. And is there something that he sees that the Cubs may say, okay, maybe we add a, a, a sweeper slider. Maybe we add this to his arsenal. Maybe we move him a little bit to the left of the pitching rubber. Whatever he thinks they can do to make them a better player, that, that's part of his job. Now, once they start talking to the player, to the free agent, and as you know, obviously clearly on the pitching side, 
he is the one that would talk to the player about what the Cubs are doing from a pitching standpoint, how they're different, how the Cubs can help that prospective free agent pitcher get to that next level. I remember there was uh, he had a it was really I heard uh, Hadavi that really sold Jamison Tyone on coming to the Cubs. So, you know, when you sometimes there are pitchers that just say, give me the ball, I'm going to rear back and throw it. And there are other guys. Uh, you Darvish is one that I thought of, you know, um, Kyle Hendricks, guys that like to talk about the art of pitching. And 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 when that happens, that's when a guy like Tommy Hadovy can really shine to tell these free agents, this is the kind of equipment we have. This is the technology we're using. Here are some of the things that we're doing, and this is how it can help <laughs> you. Yeah, absolutely. Love the honesty from Tommy that, of course, you know, they all have a wish list, right? Everybody's got a wish list, but interesting, right? He, he, he's saying what a lot of us also thought they've got to add to that bullpen. They can't just be relying on three or four guys every single time out. Also found it interesting that Tommy, I guess, like everybody else would like another starting pitcher. Yeah, this is so we, you and I, we've been, we've had lists the entire time. Here are the free agents and here are the trades. But Tommy, like you said, very clear about mm-hmm. what he wanted and this is what he had to say. Number one, I've got like this wish list. I think we, yeah. you know, we yeah. all do of, of guys that we'd like. And, and I think the big thing for me, seeing how last year played out, we, we need to solidify, in my mind, just some, some bullpen, that, that middle of the bullpen. Um, Right. We can't we can't rely on you know three guys, four guys all season long. Um, I know we've got some really really good young guys coming up and guys that are ready to step up and and have worked their tails off this off season to continue to grow and get better. So being able to piece piece some pieces together there <clears throat> to help bridge the gap for those young guys, you know, with some, with some veteran presence out there, um, I really really like. Um, Darren Holmes, our, our bullpen coach, who we just hired, I think he's going to bring a lot of knowledge and wisdom and respect, and and help a lot of these young guys as they're transitioning, you know, to the major leagues and 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 in that role. I think he's going to do a fantastic job out there with those guys. So, I mean, I I think solidifying the bullpen for me is always is always key. It's always we always can't have enough starting pitching. Being able to add another starting pitcher gives you the flexibility to, to do things with some of those kind of swing guys who you want to start, but also have weapons out of the bullpen. So that could solve some of that, those issues as well. So on the pitching side for me, I feel like a starter and two bullpen pieces are probably kind of, you know, where my, my wish list would be. But obviously, like I said, I, I know how hard these guys have been working this off season and what they're doing. And, and I'm excited to, to get to let them showcase their stuff when they start getting the spring training couple things there, Dustin, is that, again, you know, he didn't say it specifically, but we all know what he wants, which is a front-end starter. You need another one or two. With the, I think the Cubs are very fine. If you're telling me Jamison Tyone, who I think is going to take a step forward this year, is your three. Hendricks is your four. Young guy is a five. Okay, I, I'm cool with that. But who, you know, Justin Steele had a great year, but that was one season, Dustin, and now he's going to have to repeat that to show that he is – a, a bona fide ace on this rotation, that he is a front of the line starter. So for me, you do need another front end starter if you have any aspirations of going to the playoffs and getting far. And then clearly we talked a little bit about the uh, the bullpen. You know, you had Alzali, you had Leiter, you had, uh, you know, a couple guys, but, but in general it was always how do you get the ball from the starter 
to the eighth inning pitcher to lighter and then to Alzali. And that was, there was ups and downs in that all season. And, and you want to have somebody too, with a little bit of experience in that role. So I could, you know, there has to be more depth in the bullpen. No doubt about it. Got to be more depth. And I appreciate again, Tommy Hadovy's uh, honesty. Uh, great guy. Glad he's back. Glad he'll be back on with uh, Mully and Haw, all things uh, being equal. And uh, maybe we'll get him on the uh, fly, the W podcast as well.